This is the Black and Blue Report presented by ABC Insurance Agencies, a better choice for insurance. Now from Studio B or wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. All right, welcome to this all-new special edition of the Black and Blue Report. Fridays during the season, you'll be joined by me, Cassie Calvert, and my co-host, Bree, Brianna and Allen. Hey, everybody. <laughs> so today is a special day because it's the first time the Saints will be back in the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. It's game day! Whoop, whoop. <laughs> black, and it's Black and Gold Friday, so I hope everybody has on their black and gold because I know I do. Cassie, you're wearing black. I got a little going on. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll count my jewelry today. There we go. <laughs> so the Mercedes-Benz Superdome is going to look a little different to fans when they come in tonight for the game. Yeah, I, I'm so excited to see what these brand new 330 feet, 33 feet long video boards look like. It's crazy. This is a $25 million investment by the team to enhance the experience of the fan. And let me just tell you, they will definitely do that. And there's also a couple of other upgrades that they have going on. Um, they upgraded a couple of suites. The gates are going to be looking all new. Plus, they have new sound system. And for the eco-friendly person, <laughs> they've also upgraded the lights to be more energy efficient. That's awesome. So hopefully we won't have like another Beyonce Super Bowl <laughs> episode oh, going no. on anymore now that we're energy efficient. Can't have that. <laughs> Also at tonight's game, the team's going to be rolling out a new 50-50 raffle. Um, so proceeds from both the preseason games are going to benefit the relief efforts from the f recent floods in Louisiana. So Mr. and Mrs. Benson have pledged their support to make sizable donations toward the proceeds of this raffle. Um, that's going to happen at both of the preseason games, and the NFL is also going to be contributing to that as well. So you can look out for raffle kiosks throughout the Mercedes-Benz Superdome on the plaza, club, and terrace levels as well as roving sellers throughout the game, um, and that'll go through the third quarter. As well, um, you can also donate your tickets to the... The Saints are partnering with the United Way and the Baton Rouge Area Foundation to provide these donated tickets to workers and volunteers that are providing relief to the flood victims in Louisiana. It's a really awesome initiative that they're doing. So if you're a ticket holder and you're unable to make the game next Thursday, you can donate your tickets by logging into your account manager and going to that Manager Tickets button. Yeah, it's a great way to get involved. I know I've been trying to do as much as I can for the flood relief. Have you gone down to Baton Rouge yet? So actually the Pelicans and Saints employees went up to Baton Rouge and did a lot of great work there, partnering with the Red Cross and the United Way. So Good. anything you can do goes a long way for sure. Definitely, definitely. Um, also, so kickoff is at 7 o'clock tonight, um, but Champion Square opens at 3.55, and there's going to be live music and food trucks and for the first time, Club 44 is now free and open to the public. Awesome. So we're going to get the party started early today. Get the party started. <laughs> like, leave work early. Come down to Champion Square because you got to do a little bit of pregame fun before the Saints go up against the Steelers. Absolutely. <laughs> so speaking of the Steelers, the Saints are looking for a little more out of their offense today after being 0-2 in the first two preseason games. So Coach, is, Coach Payton's looking to run the ball better. He liked the third down numbers with the first two preseason games, and they're still trying to finalize that 53-man roster. Yeah, I think this game is going to be one of the most important games of preseason because especially the first half, they're going to be starting with the starting lineup. It's kind of like the dress rehearsal to see who's going to be starting come that first regular season game. So I think, I think it, we'll see a different team out of the Saints for sure. 
um, especially given the fact that you heard Coach Payton, Drew Brees, and Mark Ingram all three say after practice that the first two games they didn't really play according to what was being thrown at them. They were more just trying to drill plays and get it in repetition and get that in with the team. So they didn't really watch film or do any studying on the other teams. But this is, was kind of like a little mini practice. So they got to look at film for the Steelers and really prepare against the team that they're going up against. And it's kind of a similar concept for the Steelers as well. They have rested their a few of their big starters for, through the first two preseason games, and they're also 0-2 in preseason. They just are coming off a 17-0 loss to the Eagles. So they've been without Ben Roethlisberger, LaVon Bell, D'Angelo Williams, and Antonio Brown in those first two preseason games. So yeah. their offense, offense is going to come out wanting to get on the board right away. Well, so is ours. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're both 0-2 here in preseason. And, you know, if you really look at it, our defense has made some amazing strides. We've made a lot of defensive moves in the offseason. And I think, I know we were 31st in the season last year, but the Steelers were 30th in their defense. So I think we're, I have faith in the Saints this year. It's going to be an interesting matchup for sure <laughs> on both sides of the ball. The defense has actually looked really good through the first two preseason games. Mm -hmm. Coming out of camp, there's been a lot of, press around them so that'll be interesting to seeing them line up against one of the great offenses in the NFL yeah try to secure those spots because there's still a couple out there that are up for grabs yeah those first cuts will be August 30th towards that 53 man roster dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> all right well coming up on today's show we have Sean Kelly who spoke with the Saints and Pelicans president Dennis Lausha part one talking a little bit of Saints football and then we are also going to chat with Kelly Wells from the Shreveport Sports Commission about a just-announced Pelican preseason game. Exciting stuff. So stick around. Stay tuned. We'll be back. We all know Saints fans are humble, hardworking, likable, and the most devoted fans in the league. All of that takes energy. The energy you get from a warm bowl of Campbell's Chunky Soup. Its meaty goodness fuels the greatness of Saints fans everywhere. Try the delicious Chunky Chicken and Sausage Gumbo. Just visit your local Winn-Dixie and ask for Campbell's Chunky Soup, the hearty way to fuel your game, and the official soup of the New Orleans Saints. The Pelican Shop by Adidas has all your Pelicans merchandise needs, including officially licensed men's, women's, and children's apparel, jerseys from all your favorite Pelicans players, and more. Plus, it's the official location to pick up the newly released Pelicans Mardi Gras uniform. The Pelican Shop by Adidas, located on Dave Dixon Drive in the Smoothie King Center, is open at all Pelicans home games, plus Tuesday through Friday, 11 a.m. till 5 p.m., on Saturday from 11 a.m. till 3 p.m., and anytime at pelicans.com. Gatorade, for athletes who move the game forward, we're creating the fuel to do the same. Innovating beyond hydration to create the future of sports fuel. Fueling today, fueling the future. It's Saints game day. This is the Black and Blue Report. Dennis Lausha is the president of the New Orleans Saints and the New Orleans Pelicans. He's been with us here before on the Black and Blue Report. We're pleased to have him back again. Usually when Dennis is here, um, we've reached another milepost usually in the calendar year or the start of a season or a big change or even just something that just needs to be kicked around a little bit. 
we certainly have a few things on the plate here as we uh, get ready to really crank it up, Dennis. Yeah, we sure do. And, um, you know, as you mentioned, uh, I'm, you know, usually I'm here for milestones. I'm thinking how many times I've been here. I'm thinking about how fast time flies, to be honest with you. But, yeah, it's definitely a milestone. It's our 50th uh, season, and we're really excited. We have a lot of uh, fun stuff in store for our fans and our community. I see the logo everywhere. Good, good. I'm glad you do. Um, it's It was certainly uh, meant to be a highlight and to celebrate, like I said, not only the success of the team and the success of um, the organization being here in the community for that long, but really the the fans um, really supporting us for 50 years. And, and it's really an homage to them more than anything else. Isn't that the thing about these 50 years that I've, I guess, recognized in the 16 years that I've lived in New Orleans is that like a lot of NFL franchises, but this one especially, the the generational fan base. My grandfather took my father to the games. My father took me to the games. Now I take my kids to the games. That's, to me, the thing that just jumps out at you when you think about 50 years now of this franchise. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You know, I've really become familiar. Um, I've always enjoyed reading the history of the Saints, the history of the city, um, all things that, that have happened over the hundreds of years that this city's been in existence. Um, but, you know, you, you go back to the beginning of the franchise, and one, one of the things that really pops out to you, you know, we were an underdog back then on whether or not New Orleans was going to be able to uh, have a team and support a team. And um, through the efforts and hard work of a lot of our city leaders, um, we were able to get the team, and, and it was a gigantic score back then. Um, I, think, uh, I think the headlines at the time maybe said, um, you know, New Orleans has gone pro or, or something along those lines, as I recall. And um, it was a, a, a tremendous um, sense of – there was a tremendous sense of accomplishment in the community, and, and rightfully so. And um, over the last 50 years, I, I think the community's done nothing but prove to the country, prove to the nation, prove to the world that not only um, does the city deserve a football franchise, um, it, 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 is, um, it, this, it has been a very successful franchise. And, and – um, and one of the leading franchises in the National Football League. And so we should all be proud of that, uh, both our organization and all of our fans. And to have a Super Bowl championship involved. It's gigantic. I mean, it's, again, how many how many folks did not think that would ever happen? And really, if you look at our record over the last couple of years, I mean, it, you know, we have been there many times. And, and the expectation um, is that um, we're going we're gonna to go back and we're going to be competitive and, and we're going to bring the best organization we can to the field um, to start each season. And um, the goal is to win a championship, nothing less. Is it, is it a significant mark of a 50th season or a celebration of 50 years to say that the logo really never has changed, the team colors for the most part have never really changed in this day and age where everybody wants to crank out a new uniform or have some new version of this or that, much like some of the original franchises in this league, look, that this has been a constant no, absolutely. Um, you know, we we look at the uniform, as you said. Uh, actually, the the the. Uh, and we'll, I'm sure we're going to talk about this later, but really, our stadium hasn't changed very much either. We just celebrated uh, a milestone for the for the stadium as well. Now, obviously, there have been improvements to the uniform. There's been improvements to the stadium, but uh, overall, I think um, the core um, of the organization um, has. Um, has, has maintained over 50 years and uh you know there's a lot of tradition the city you know respects tradition um there's been a lot of tradition with the black and gold and it's not it's not like we haven't looked at it it's not like we haven't considered making changes um it's not like um we don't explore making changes i mean every every so many years we say all right let's keep things fresh let's take a look let's challenge a 
whoever it was, whether it was Reebok in days past or Nike or if it was Adidas or whoever was making the uniforms over the over time, let's let's push them as hard as we can to see if there's not a tweak or something we have to do in the uniform. And quite honestly, since I've been here in the last, you know, 18th, 19th season I've been here, um, there really hasn't. I mean, you know, you make the changes and, and nothing looks as good as, as what we have. Now, I'm sure I'm saying this and all your listeners are going to say, we want a black helmet with a, a gold floor to lay. Look, we've looked at that and there are people in our building who think that would look really good. Uh, we've mocked it up. We've looked at it a lot of different ways and... Um, I think what we got is is uh, is, is really good, and uh, we'll continue to look at things. But uh, I think it's staying at least in the fiftieth uh, season. It's staying the way it is. Hey, you're honest. You look. Yeah. You've looked at it. We have. It is a topic of conversation. Sure, it is. Yes, but at the same time, don't mess with the mark. That's right. I mean, they we do not want that no. Florida Lee touch. No, no. Yes, and um, you, you know it's. You know, when we're going through and, and talking about a name change for the Pelicans, one of the things you, you do is you, you just look around the community, you start paying attention to, you know, what does the what does the community notice, what do they respect, uh, what do they um, um, look to. The Florida Lee, I mean, one thing that you notice very very quickly is the Florida Lee is absolutely everywhere you go. Um, it is so recognizable in this city. It is who we are. It is a symbol of who we are. And, um, you know, we try to do the same thing with the Pelicans because, you know, all of a sudden you start looking around, there's Pelicans everywhere in, you know, in our city halls and our flags and, and whatever it may be in our churches. But um, really those two symbols are probably the, the, the most obvious symbols we have, have in the city. All right. So while we're talking about the mix of old and new, let's talk about the Mercedes-Benz Superdome because tomorrow it's everybody back home again. Right. right. And while the tradition of going to that same spot and, and and everything else that goes along with it, as it has been the case over the last several years, there's something new to what was old before. Right. And there'll be a new look when fans yeah. go in to the old ballpark tomorrow. You know, it's kind of funny. You know, I opened up the newspaper today, and I think the headline was, um, it's good to see uh, – um, old things looking new again or whatever mr benson said in, in that and things get better with age yes with, he did. yes he things did. get better with age <laughs> and uh and he was so dead on right this building has um gotten better with age it was very good in its day and all we've tried to do is improve it and make it better each year and and um you, as you know we talked about this before we we do a lot of surveying of our fans on what's important to them and and it was it was obvious to us and it has been for a number of years that we had to do something with the video boards and um i, I recall a couple of years ago um, um we had asked our fans on a scale of one to ten what's the most important thing we need to upgrade in the superdome and, and the video board was was number one i think scoring uh about a nine at that time and and we knew it and um, quite quite honestly and quite frankly, we we just didn't have the money to do it. We we had just gone through that big renovation, and there were some other pressing needs that had to be done. And um, but we said as, as soon as we can, we're going to get uh, an upgrade to the video boards. And so, Mr. Benson was very committed to it, and uh, we were very committed to it. And then once um, once we got through our our two or three stages of of uh, renovation after Katrina, we really started to focus on what we could do with regards to the video board and. Um, We've invested, I know people have probably seen it, probably read, we've invested, you know, around $25 million in the upgrade of the boards. You know, SMG kicked in five, so about a $30 million private um, private uh, um, infusion of, of cash uh, to make these a reality. And, um, you know, we're excited. I mean, it's uh, a 900% increase over the boards that we have now. Quite honestly, I, you cannot, 
I mean, they're about as big as you possibly can be. I, I recall um, meeting with um, SMG uh, on a couple months, well, I guess it's now been a year or two ago when we decided on what boards to put in. Um, the architects had come back with different sizes, and um, obviously each each side had had a different each size had a different price, and and um, you know it'd have been a lot easier to go with a smaller size. But you know I, I looked up to Duck Thornton, who was in the room, and I said, I think you got to go with the the biggest one. This is the Superdome. This isn't the sort of Superdome. It's the Superdome, and we owe it to this building to make it as big and as great as it possibly can. And he totally agreed with it. He said, I'm glad you feel that way. We, we, we feel the same way. Now we just have to find the money. <laughs> but um, but um, literally, it, it cannot be much bigger than it is. Um, architecturally, um, you know, on the off-season, basically we had to move um, air-conditioned vents. We had to, um, we had to um, put some, um, support behind the walls to support such a heavy um, board being up there. You know, they might have some fans that, that may ask or might wonder about, did you ever consider um, hanging it from the middle, almost like a gondola? We mm -hmm. did. Um, it came down um, very early on. We thought that's what we wanted, and both us and SMG, and uh, something a la Dallas Cowboys. And um, the more we looked at it, the more we we realized that um, putting it up on the board was a much better option. So I'm glad you did because, frankly, I've been to Dallas, and it's impressive and all that. I can't see the other side of the stadium, right? And you right. don't, and all of a sudden you don't feel like you're in the whole stadium experience, right? Right. Whereas in Seattle, Philadelphia, some of the others, they have the end boards like we have now here. Um, you still have the stadium feel, right? Everybody can see what they need to see, right? You right. know, one thing that's interesting is that when you all changed out the scoreboard, the video board at the Smoothie King Center, it changed the whole building. Mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't fully realized that it would change the look of the whole building just this one piece no it's a right. big expensive piece but right. will it be the same way in the in the superdome yeah i think so i mean first of all what people are gonna have to realize too you know we don't go around talking about this much but the other thing we completely had to do was the control rooms all had to be upgraded so <laughs> i mean i'll have a digital high definition i mean just doing those things um we've added 18 high definition cameras um i'm not talking about the net with the network shoes i'm talking about what the Saints staff we're going to be using to wow. shoot the game. So we have 18 high-definition cameras plus up to sometimes they use 30 cameras for um, for the network. So you're talking, you know, 48 high-definition cameras. We'll be able to split the board in two. So we'll be able to see multiple um, replays. Um, you know, if it's a close call, uh, you'll have the network feed and you'll have our, our feed as well. Um, again, I think it's going to be great. I mean, it's 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 as big as it can be, like I said. Do you have any special? Well, and we'll we got lots to cover, but do you have any special requests that you want to see on that board? No, I, you know, again, just um, you know, what I want to see is Saints win, Saints win, <laughs> Saints win. No, but but what I uh, but another thing, the other thing that we do is um, a lot of folks may not realize this, but but we started this really we started with the Pelicans, um, and and then we started doing it with the Saints too, and. We have been um, – we send someone on the road to every away game, um, both with the Pelicans and with the Saints. And, and even if we're not playing, we send someone uh, to other away games. And they're a business scout, um, essentially. And they're walking the concourses. They're taking notes on the video boards. And so we're trying to look for and copy um, any best practices we can find. And so um, – so as it relates to the video board, we have a lot of data that we've accumulated. So there's a lot of things I'd like to see on the board. Um, 
the 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 other thing is is um you know we've had all of our technicians which uh, look a shout goes out to uh, josh richardson and his team uh, i have to give them credit they've been working 24 hours now it seems like for the last couple of weeks to get this thing working without any uh hiccups but uh you know they go on the road they sit uh they were in houston last mm -hmm. week um uh, in in the uh in, in, in the room there um, with uh, all the video technicians in Houston. Um, they've done that. They've traveled out to Seattle. They go everywhere um, and try to, like I said, pick up the best practices. And so you're going to see a lot of those things uh, tomorrow night and, um, and throughout the season. What else will be new at the building tomorrow? There's a lot of things. Um, a lot of things that, you know, I'm excited with. You know, some fans may or may not notice. But, you know, the other thing that we, on the survey, we, we've heard, and believe me, we hear you, believe me, we feel the same way, is audio. Um, what, what, what fans have to know is that we are on the audio um, fix, if you will. Um, like video, um, we knew audio was an issue that, um, that folks were concerned about. So it's a, about a three-year project. Uh, last year was the first, was the, the first um, I guess, phase of it. Uh, there were some um, speakers and other electronics that were changed out. This year probably is, has been the, the biggest, uh, most expensive piece of that. So you're going to have a significant upgrade to audio as well. And then next year you'll have the final phase, which will be a rearranging of the clusters. But, um, you know, again, I mentioned earlier about, um, about uh, you know, we, 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 we send out um, different questionnaires to our fans and, and they give us a lot of feedback and we pay attention to that stuff. You know, one of the – I distinctly remember last year um, – you know, we sent out the survey, and the survey came back, and this man or gentleman was complaining. You know, he's a he's an audio professional. They was sitting in a certain section of um, of of the stadium, and he didn't think that the sound was right, considering what we had did or or some of the claims we were making. So, um, we saw exactly where he was, what city it was, and next game we sent all the audio specialists up there to try to figure it out what was going on. So that feedback's really good, and and we 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 like hearing it, and we'll try to improve as best we can, but. What we've done in this in the second phase will hopefully address that problem, and, and if not, we'll we'll do it in the third phase. So um, audio is going to be uh, much improved. Um, the 400 level suites have all been renovated. Wow, okay. um, I think uh, I think for our 400 uh, level um, um, patrons, they really are going to see an upgrade. There's some uh, real improvements that should be there. The the space is bigger um, and uh, brighter, and uh, hopefully um, they'll they'll enjoy that. Um, one of the um, one of the items that are near and dear to my heart, and you may have heard, we put out a press release, I think, today. Um, we asked all of the high schools across the state of Louisiana to send us a football helmet so we can we can display them because we appreciate with, uh, with all the high schools do and all the football coaches and football players around the state. So um, there's going to be a gigantic display. All of our fans can see it. I believe it's at Gate E. Um, and uh, second level gate E and uh, I think we have over, well over 200 football helmets that we were able to get and uh, they will all be put up um, on the wall and there there's a map behind it and it's uh, really neat and it's lit up and uh, again it's a tribute to foot to football in general and to high school football and how important that is and that's really in many respects where you know um, someone's love for football begins and we appreciate with all the volunteers and parents and players do at that level and um anyway so again it's a tribute to, to them and um i think that's important and not to leave out the pelicans on that by the way you're going to see that on the basketball side too so all you basketball players out there hang tight in october uh you'll see the same presentation uh we're gonna have high school basketball uh, basketball jerseys that will be hung in the arena and, that's really uh, cool yeah yeah and so we have uh we have like i said over 200 i cannot thank 
the principals and athletic directors and coaches and players and, and family who sent their, their helmets in. And our staff, who literally got in cars and went around the state this year to collect football helmets, um, <laughs> went to where they were in Shreveport last year, last week. So uh, picking up football helmets, so all that should be up um, for this first game. Um, the other thing you heard me mention, and we did this on the Pelican side, and we really felt that we need to do it on the football side, and that was branding um, more Saints in the building, on the concourses, mm-hmm. in the gates, uh, particularly in the terrace level. Um, um, most of that has been done. Um, some of that will continue over the course of the year. Um, but again, we, we, we want to make our fans want this and we want this to make that building really feel like you're in the home of the New Orleans Saints. And uh, so you should see that. And then our friend Kenny Trahan, let's not forget him at, at the uh, and forget all the hard work that the uh, the Saints Hall of Fame doing. They, they had an expansion as well. Um, and uh, a lot of passionate fans there made a lot of good changes. Um, to the museum, um, we were able, with the help of uh, SMG and and and, and all the the, the um, folks there, we were able to uh, ascertain some more space for them, and so the museum is bigger. And I know they're real proud of it, and, and we're very happy um, that they were able to you know to be taken care of. Perfect for the 50 of the season. Yeah. Um, back to the survey for a moment. Yeah. Any surprises from what you heard from fans or, yeah. or did, you, did you guys throw them a curveball and ask them something that maybe they weren't expecting either? Uh, what, what you try to do is really get good feedback, to be perfectly honest with you. That's really what we want. Um, and look, whether it's good, bad, indifferent, we, we really want to know what it is so that if there is an issue, we want to jump all over it. Um, I'm proud and very happy of, of the fact of some of the things that, that really came out real clear on. Game day experience. Um, 90% of the folks that, 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 um, that responded say their game day experience is above average or excellent. 98% say it's average, above average, or excellent. So um, we're, doing, we're doing pretty good there. But, you know, we want to pick up the last 2%. And uh, when I first glanced at it, one of the things I was real happy with, but when I first glanced at it, I saw our above average went down 8 points. And I was like, holy mackerel. But then I noticed that our excellent went up eight points. Oh, so yeah. So what we want to do is keep on moving people up up the ladder. Boy, um, I'm glad I wasn't in the room when you first. Yeah, that it, was, class it, wasn't, it wasn't gonna be good. <laughs> no. It was a Ray Dylan numbers when uh, when that when that came out, and uh, luckily it all it all worked out. The the other part of it um, that I particularly was was very um, proud of and happy of is that 85 percent of our of our fans say that. Um, that since their tenure with the team, customer service and their game day experience has improved. So, you know, we continue to see um, increases in that, and we'll continue to focus on that. Some of the fun things, though, I'll tell you that I, that I liked. Um, 70% of the folks really liked the lights turned off at intro, and we kind of knew that, but uh, it's, that's a big thing, so we'll continue to do that. Okay. And, oh, and, you know, I forgot to mention um, – we have all new lighting in the Superdome uh, this year, so we have all LED lighting. So now we we can uh, turn the lights off and on, um, you know, like like you do at home with your light switch, and they come right on. Yes. That was not the fact back in the old days. No. In fact, <laughs> I don't have to bring up Super Bowl, and I don't have to bring up the fact that for any of our astute uh, fans may have noticed the last couple of years when we turned the lights off that uh, you'd have one band of lights go off right before the start. Another uh, layer of lights came on. And then we turn them all off. And the reason we had to do that was because you had to wait 15 minutes for the lights to be cooled off before you can turn them back on. You had to time it just you right. You had to time it just right. <laughs> and, and let me tell you, with the, the pressure you get from the networks not to start the game late or the coaching staff not to start the late game late, um, there's a lot of time, particularly after what happened with Super Bowl, we were sitting on the sidelines holding our breath, making sure that uh, – 
making sure at the fifth we didn't turn them you know turn the lights back on at 14 minutes and 30 seconds and everything you know didn't work but uh, stress-free intros coming very stress-free intros really excited this one this one this one's going to resonate with the fans 90 percent of the fans responded they do not want us to retire crunk um, everybody wants to keep Gronk What was the gone. number again? 90%. And of that, 70% want us to continue to play Kronk after every touchdown. Every touchdown. I don't know if we're going to do it after every – I thought we've been doing it pretty good the last couple of years. We're definitely not going to retire Kronk, but uh, we're definitely going um, to definitely going to be doing some, some other things. Okay. Not, maybe not everyone, but – 90%. 90%. Okay. All right. It shocked well, me too. Yeah. You asked if I was shocked. Yeah. Yes. Um, this was, you know, again, trying to stay up, trying to stay up with the, uh, with the demand of season ticket holders, trying to um, accommodate as best they can. Here's an interesting one. 80% of our fans do not want to move to paperless tickets, um, which I thought was a little high, to be honest with you, considering what's happening you know, in the airline industry, considering what's happening um, in a lot of under, in other industries and folks are getting kind of familiar with paperless transactions, mm-hmm. I, I thought we might see a big trend on people wanting to move to paperless, but that has not been the case. We actually have the technology to do it. We're not going to do it, so please don't call Mike Stanfield tomorrow. Um, we're going to continue to monitor that. Fans really like the tickets. They like the artwork on the tickets. They like the collectability of the tickets, and we agree with them. Yes. So I'm actually kind of happy that they don't want to move to paperless I'm tickets. glad, because I think that's been lost. Being a kid myself who saved all the ticket stuff. So did I. Yes. So did I. And it is a lot easier to, I can't make the game this week. I'm going to make it special for Bill down the street. And you walk down and you hand them the tickets. Right. I think that's cool, too. No, yes. I mean, and we have all, look, if you go on our app, if you go to our website, you still can, you, there are still paperless options. You can still use it. We're definitely not going to force it on anybody. We want to keep uh, using the paper tickets as we have it. Um, in fact, only 3.8% of the people said they really uh, well, demanded that they wanted demanded. Uh, okay. yeah, the right. tickets. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Here, here are some. I'll give you some issues, things we have to work on, and I, I hope our fans listen to this. And, again, um, we're just trying to make their, their game day experience better. 50% are not using our app on game day. Um, which I have to tell you, and sincerely, if you're not, you really ought to consider. It's real easy to, to download. And here's the thing. The satisfaction of people who are using it is above 90%. So the people who are using it are realizing how great it is. Uh, it really is a neat tool to have. Um, I would just, if the word's in out there, if, if you haven't heard about it, again, I'm not forcing you to do it. I just think it's a, 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 good, um, a good deal uh, to use. Um, another one I want to get the word out. 30% of our fans said they didn't know what the Saints Insider was on our webpage. Which uh, is brand new. Brand new. Yes. I'll let you talk about it. I mean, cause well, I mean, it, it is. It's that new. And, and I think that some of these things you're talking about, it does take us here in New Orleans a little while to grab onto something new. Right. Don't. Don't waste your time doing that this time around. It's pretty cool. Yeah, the, it really the is. The 360 stuff, the content. All that is new, and and it's free for our season ticket holders. It's free. It's absolutely right. free. Um, and for folks that are not season ticket holders, it costs them a hundred bucks. So for the this, year, for the year. Yes. So this is a, a free deal, and you know 
we hope you use it. We we think it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of extra info that they get, and there's going to be continually having um, having upgrades to that area. So again, it's 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 nothing. It's free to sign up. We just think um, that you're going to like it. Um, the other the other one in us that saw that kind of like uh, we want to improve on is um, 52% of our um, 52% of our season ticket holders didn't know about season ticket perks. And um, I just want to remind everyone that there are a lot of perks that you have. Um, and, um, and, and, you know, for one, I mean, NFL Red Zone smartphone access is free. Um, you can get that. NFL Game Pass. Season ticket members get free access to um, NFL Game Pass. Um, you get 15% off on NFL Shop. Um, there's exclusive fantasy football um, uh, league um, uh, opportunities. Um, you have the Saints account manager that you can use. And, you know, we have a lot of other exclusive events throughout throughout the season. So, again, those those are the three stats that I want people maybe um, to see or hear because um, we want people to use them to have a greater experience. Speaking of our season ticket holders, let me, let me ask you for some clarity on one thing. Is there a waiting list or yeah. are there season tickets available right now? No, there, there's definitely a waiting list. Okay. There's no question about it. Um, in fact, there are. For, we had a very high renewal rate, um, and we have consistently had a very high renewal rate. Um, that renewal rate is typically at the 98 percentile renewal every year. Um, typically, what you see, if if someone doesn't renew, um, it's it's bad to say. Usually, there's been a death in the family because we actually I, I I actually sign off on everyone who doesn't renew. Um, there's a lot of sign-offs because the last thing we want to do is uh, say someone's tickets didn't renew and they've been a season ticket holder for a while. So there's a lot of checks and balances, and this checks and balance goes all the way up to the president's desk. So I okay. see all the non-renewals. Typically, this year, I'll tell you most years, it's been a death in the family or it's been a, a move. Um, someone's job has relo- relocated. You, you actually, you see that in the uh, military forces. That's typically why um, someone moves. This year, we saw... A, a couple folks, you know, laid off due to oil and gas. But again, we're talking a hand, not even a hand, maybe three or four um, that we see. That's about it when it comes to people okay. who aren't renewing. When they do, we go straight to the waiting list. And, um, hey, these are the tickets that are available. Would you like to buy a ticket? And, look, there might be um, – might be um, what may, may happen is whoever's next on the waiting list may not be able to afford what's being offered. Mm-hmm. It might have been a cl- set of club tickets – we don't remove them from the waiting list. We leave them there, and then we go to this person on the waiting list to see. Um, but uh, all the tickets were, were bought up. Um, you know. So, again, we're 100% sold out on a season ticket basis. Very uh, proud of that. Um, if, if you see during the course of the year that we have tickets available, and you'll see that from time to time, what that is is um, we, we typically have to set aside so many seats for the visiting team set aside so many visiting seats for NFL, NFLPA, or whoever, whomever that may be. And because we set those tickets aside, um, we, uh, you know, they may not all be, be used. And if, and if that's the case, well, uh, then, uh, then we open them up to the public. Thanks, Sean. We'll be back with Dennis Lawsham more on Monday when he joins us on the Black and Blue Report presented by ABC Insurance Agencies to talk Pelicans and All-Star. 
And speaking of Pelicans, coming up next, we actually get to chat with Kelly Wells, who is the executive director of the shreveport Bossier Sports Commission, because the Pelicans have just announced that they are going to be playing a preseason game against the Dallas Mavs up in Shreveport coming up. So make sure you stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Auctioner believes the best way to predict the future is to invent it. Here, our doctors and staff are changing lives day after day. Every week, I'm operating on babies who are days old with hearts smaller than walnuts. We're giving these kids a life they wouldn't otherwise have, a chance to grow up. Sometimes, cancer patients come who were told they were out of options. But Auctioner has the most clinical trials in the state. It's amazing to be able to give second chances. We're always a step ahead, even with simple things like getting you in to see a doctor today versus a week from now, so what you have doesn't become something bigger. It makes a difference. Every day, Auctioner is creating a better future by looking forward and thinking differently to find life-changing solutions. That's healthcare with peace of mind. Appointments are available today. Call 866-AUCTIONER or visit auctioner.org. When it's blazing this summer, don't sweat it. Hydrate naturally with Smoothie King's new summer hydration smoothies. Four refreshing flavors specifically blended to help you beat the heat and stay in the game. Made with coconut water, fresh frozen fruits, and vitamin C, they hydrate better than water and have less sodium and more potassium than leading sports drinks. Try all four hydration smoothie flavors. Watermelon, passion fruit peach, strawberry mango, and watermelon extreme. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. And we're back. We're going to switch gears a little bit and talk some basketball. The Pelicans just had an exciting announcement. They're going to be playing a preseason game up in Shreveport, Bossier. So we have Kelly Wells, who's the executive director of Shreveport, Bossier Sports Commission with us. Hey, Kelly, how's it going? I'm doing great this morning. How are you guys? We're doing great. Thanks for joining us on the Black and Blue Report today, Kelly. So can you tell us a little bit about how Pelicans fans can get tickets to this game and when the game is? Yeah, we're super excited. Uh, tickets can be purchased either online at uh, Ticketmaster.com or you can actually go to physically to the CenturyLink box office uh, Monday through Friday and purchase your tickets. Great, and tickets actually go on sale today, Friday, at 10 a.m., and that game will take place on Saturday, October 1st at 7 p.m. at the CenturyLink Center in Bossier City. Yeah, and we're super excited. You know, the tickets do go on sale today at 10, and the tickets are going to range from $15 to $125 for floor seats. So we really wanted to make it affordable uh, for Pelicans fans all over the region, all over the state. And we're super excited about being able to bring the game back, the partnership with the Pelicans, and, again, providing a quality event for you know, the North Louisiana area. Speaking of those tickets, there's a couple um, special ticket pricing offers for military and first responders. Isn't that right? Yes, that's correct. Uh, the, some of the ticket levels, uh, we're offering various discounts based on the price of the ticket, but you know, we really want to support the military, and it's also available for first-line responders as well. So police, fire, we love the job just like the Pelicans that they do, and we wanted to reward them and their families with uh, coming out to a Pelicans game. So, Kelly, are there a lot of Pelicans fans up in Shreveport? Oh, it's huge. You know, we uh, 
are close to East Texas, and so uh, we actually did a fun survey just you know before we did the game in 2014, and really just polled our local folks to find out whether or not you know Pelicans or Mavericks were their team of choice, and it was pretty even. But um, again, after the 2014 game with the Pelicans came away with the win, uh, we saw a lot more Pelicans merchandise, a lot more coverage through our media, and a lot more excitement. And again, with Anthony Davis and all the other great players. Uh, they're going to be super excited, and I think we're going to see a lot more cheering for the Pelicans on October the 1st. Good. So does that mean you're going to be in a Pelicans jersey then? <laughs> I was in, in one last last time, and I'm super excited. I'm a huge Pelicans fan. Great. Is there any player in particular that you're a fan of, or you're just a Pelicans fan in general? I'm excited about Buddy, and uh, I guess this will be the first time that he really showcase, showcases his talents with the other members of the team, but you know, also a huge fan of Anthony Davis and just super excited. Great. We love to hear that. So the Mavericks also have a really new look roster. That'll be exciting for fans to see as well with the Pelicans adding Buddy in this offseason. Do you think that adds an extra level of excitement for this game with two really new look rosters coming to town? Oh, yeah. I think, you know, the last time, you know, we had the game, it was, I think, the Pelicans' last preseason game. And so, you know, I think it's going to be really exciting for fans and for everybody around the country to really see what coaches, uh, the recipes put together and, you know, kind of see how they perform out on the course, you know, against a really good Dallas Mavericks team. So you said there's a lot of Pelicans fans in the area. Do you think the Pelicans will feel like this is a home game? Oh, for sure. Um, you know, one thing we're working on right now is uh, having some Pelicans merchandise out. We've already reached out to some of our sports retailers in the area to make sure that they – have ordered and have plenty of Pelicans uh, gear so that people can come out, show their support, hopefully sell some extra merchandise for the Pelicans, you know, getting ready for the season. Is there anything else about the game that we didn't touch on that you want to make sure that Pelicans fans know? You know, I think especially for the Pelicans fans in New Orleans and another partner of you guys, the Glow Airlines, uh, we're doing a special partnership with them. In fact, we're going to do a giveaway uh, really targeted to the New Orleans area to uh, bring – you know, a couple of lucky fans up via Glow Airlines, there's a direct flight and a fly them in the Shreveport, put them up for a couple of nights in one of our casino hotels, give them a couple of tickets to a Friday VIP event, and then have two incredible tickets on Saturday night for the game. That sounds awesome. We really got to make sure we promote that. Um, well, again, the game is Pelicans against the Mavs during preseason. It's on Saturday, October 1st at 7 p.m at the CenturyLink Center in Bossier City. Tickets go on sale today at 10 a.m., starting as low as $15. And to get those, you can go directly to the box office at the CenturyLink Center, Ticketmaster.com, or by calling 800-745-3000. Thanks again, Kelly, for talking to us. Thanks, Kelly. Yeah, thanks a lot. You guys have a great weekend, and we'll see you October the 1st. We'll see you then. Looking forward to it. We'll be right back. We all know Saints fans are humble, hardworking, likable, and the most devoted fans in the league. All of that takes energy. The energy you get from a warm bowl of Campbell's Chunky Soup. Its meaty goodness fuels the greatness of Saints fans everywhere. Try the delicious Chunky Chicken and Sausage Gumbo. Just visit your local supermarket and ask for Campbell's Chunky Soup, the hearty way to fuel your game, and the official soup of the New Orleans Saints. 
The Pelicans schedule has just been released and 12 game plans are now on sale. Join us this Saturday, August 27th at the Smoothie King Center to select your seat to see NBA All-Star Anthony Davis and your Pelicans take on the biggest names in the NBA, including LeBron James, Steph Curry, and more. Pick up a 12 game ticket package and take in a couple Pelicans games a month for as low as $17 per game. Visit pelicans.com or call 525-HOOP for more info and score your seats today. Gatorade, for athletes who move the game forward, we're creating the fuel to do the same. Innovating beyond hydration to create the future of sports fuel. Fueling today, fueling the future. Pelicans.com and NewOrleansSaints.com, your first stop when following your teams. All right, we are going to wrap things up this Friday and every Friday with Bree and Cassie. Yeah, you get to hear us every week throughout the season. <laughs> I know you guys are excited. I know. We need some kind of name for our show. We're trying to brainstorm, but we'd love to hear from you guys. We get, like, fabulous Fridays, fun Fridays. Like, we're not so good with this part. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't even know if it needs to be an alliteration. Like, maybe we just need, I don't know, something. Bree and Cassie at the mic. I don't know. On the mic, like, like a DJ name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Stop I mean, if anybody, I feel like we should put it out there to the Houdat Nation, Pelicans Nation. If you have any ideas of what we can call our Friday show, then tweet us at Black Blue Report and let us know. Even if it's just a hashtag or something, I think yeah, we need that'd be something, something creative. Yeah, fresh out of ideas right now. But we'll be here every single Friday. Um, and again, tonight we have the first. Saints preseason home game at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome kickoff at 7 o'clock. But make sure you put on that black and gold jersey if you aren't already wearing it. And come on down. There's going to be pregame stuff happening at Champion Square. And if you have tickets to the game, I want to hear you hoot at and yelling and cheering on that Saints team. Oh, absolutely. And if you can't make the game, you can watch it on Fox 8. And stick around for the post-game show on NewOrleansSaints.com and your favorite team app, the New Orleans Saints app, and you'll see Bree there as well. Yep, I will be hosting the Saints post-game show presented by Verizon. So it's going to be an awesome show. You get to see my face, which is awesome. (laughs) And then (laughs) we're also going to go over some of the highlights of the game, some stats. We're going to do some post-game press conference interviews with Coach Payton and Drew Brees and go through a couple other things. So it's going to be a fun little segment. It starts five minutes after the game ends. So make sure if you haven't downloaded the Saints app already, do so now. And then you can tune in on the app or on NewOrleansSaints.com. I'm so excited. I'm ready to have game day back in NOLA. Yes, I'm so excited for football season to start. I know we've been waiting for a long time. That we have. (laughs) Also coming up this weekend, we have a really great event for you Pelicans fans out there. It is the Select a Seat event on Saturday at the Smoothie King Center. So that'll be from 10 to 1. And if you already have your season tickets or your 12 game plans or you're looking to get either of those, make sure you come on down. You can pick out your seat. Literally sit in the seat that you want That's for the game. That's so cool. See your, what your view is going to be like. We're yeah. also going to do some locker room tours. You're not going to want to miss this. Yeah. I mean, you can see like, okay, I can't, I won't be able to watch, see the player's bench. 
So I don't want this seat. Yeah, I want like, I want to be on the seat. opposite side of the court. Like yeah. Better view from there. Better access to concessions, you know? Yeah. Maybe you want to be close to the jambalaya. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? So make sure you come on down. Go to pelicans.com to get some more information about that. And hopefully we'll see you tonight at the Superdome for the Saints game against the Steelers. And after on that post-game show presented by Verizon where you get to see Bree. Yeah, so make sure you tune in on the Saints app or on NewOrleansSaints.com. I think we're going to wrap things up here on Friday afternoon. And we will see you every single Friday. Bree and Cassie. Can't wait. In the house, Studio B. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be a great season, guys. Yep. So with that, we'll see you tonight at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report, presented by ABC Insurance Agencies, a better choice for insurance. If all goes well, we'll be back next week. Tune in each weekday at noon central or at your convenience exclusively online at pelicans.com and neworleansaints.com. Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report.